I'm CJ. And this is Harry Potter Movie Minutes. The podcast where two friends break down the movies of the wizarding world in excruciating detail and obnoxious commentary. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Okay, Rego. I am so ready. Hello and (laughs) hi there. Hello, darling. Um, this is this is it. This is the last movie. Yeah, I really like that you titled the Zoom meeting "Beginning of the End." <laughs> make it as dark as possible. Um, I, I keep seeing. I keep seeing that the um, producers did. <laughs> well, I keep seeing the back the um, flashbacks of the poster when it was coming out, and they're like, "You knew movie was good, but they didn't even need the title. It just said this is the end and showed the trio." Yeah. <laughs> on the poster, I'm like, "Holy shit!" I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, everybody knew this was it. Yeah, one of the biggest film franchises in cinematic history. Yeah. And we're almost done covering it. So (laughs) let's let's do it. Get into it. All right. So Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part two, final movie, season eight, episode one. Uh, We open up on flashbacks. I said kind of just a recap. We did like um, Dumbledore's tomb doing this. I said, fuck you for calling it Space Age because now I can't unsee it. Um, <laughs> I said Voldemort almost kissing Dumby. Fuck you for that too. <laughs> Are they gonna kiss? Okay, I, like every time, <laughs> every time I start this movie, I go, "Oh my god, we're going right into it!" Like no stupid, like uh, sweeping camera shots of random locations in Scotland. No rusting WB logo. And then I remember it's a recap. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. This whole movie, I've been like, oh, that happens. Oh, that happens. Because I haven't seen it in so long, too. I've just forgotten large I details. Also, I think this is probably the film that I watch the least. Okay. If I do watch them. Because I'm going to watch them in order. And I just never get to movie eight. And it's just, it's just not a fun one to watch. So, like, if, no. I, if I could sit down and watch one, it just, just wouldn't be it. I would much rather read the Battle of Hogwarts and watch it. The Battle of Hogwarts in the movie. Well, we'll get to that anyway. Yeah, we will. Okay. Um, oh, would we get the big zappy zappy in the sky again? I said that. I said Yay. like pew pew. <laughs> I said, but that's it. We just get like a really brief recap of like, this is how the last movie ended. Um, I said, I actually have nothing to say about the logo. I got nothing. It's uh, Yeah, no, I think I'm just ignoring it now. <laughs> it's out. That's done. Anyway, so the camera pushes through the mist to show us the exterior of Hogwarts with <laughs> Dementors slash skeletons floating around it. Were they this skeletal? They get increasingly skeletal as the series continues. And the first or in the third film, no, absolutely not. Mm-mm. Now they are basically skeletons. Right. Like we even um, saw them in the courtroom scene of the last movie and they were just kind of like black blobs, really. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a lot of definition. Now they're straight up skeletons. I'm like, oh. And I also feel like their robes are less like smoky and more strips of fabric. So maybe they're going through it too. Like maybe that's what we have. Maybe they're going through it. Maybe they. I want to say that that choice was to distinguish them more from like the smoky flying thing that the Death Eaters do. Um, Oh, it's like oh yeah, this is a different entity, so we're gonna give them. Like, okay, I understand like ragged capes, but why are they just strips of fabric? Like, it looks like one of those dumb things that you hang in a tree at Halloween. Yes. From Joanne yes. Fabrics. Like, <laughs> exactly. I, uh, maybe also, under, under Voldemort, they're not getting as good of a cloak budget. Well, you would think that it would be better. You joined Voldemort. Now what? 
so I also just rewatched Hunger Games. Oh, really? Okay. And this sort of like drone or pedal tone with a vaguely Celtic or Gregorian chant over top of it was apparently very oh. popular in the early 20 teens <laughs> because yes. that is used through the entirety of the Hunger Games series. Damn it. Now I'm literally playing them both in my head. Yes. It's to like, the point that I like wanted to see who did the music it. for Hunger Games, but I didn't. I didn't look that up. Um, it's Alexander Desplat, 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 whatever. It's that guy for the for Harry Potter. But who did Hunger Games? You're talking about towards the end, because I know it was um, John Newton Howard for the first one, or James Newton Howard. Sorry, I know words. Uh, no, I think it was him the whole time. Hmm. And James Newton Howard. Similar style. Yes. Interesting. It may not have been him the whole time. Sometimes we do like what we did with these movies. It's um, John Williams' score from the, you know, when we just take that theme and every composer just kind of took it from there. Interesting. Yeah, you hear it in Legacy too. I know we were just talking about that off mic, but um, you hear those John Williams themes but to variations point, on the it's yep, very yes yep. it's not the i've listened to it very closely so i'm like ah we don't want to pay for that <laughs> like we are no. doing <laughs> we are doing pieces of it i i hear it too i'm like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like dun 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 don't worry about it <laughs> yep exactly <laughs> i hear you in nice the same try. way that so uh andrew lloyd weber just opened uh bad cinderella on broadway and that's actually the title um, when he transferred it from the West End, he added the bad when it was in Cinderella. It was, or when it was in the West End, it was just Cinderella, whatever. Um, one of the songs or one of the clips that they used for press for it is so obviously sampled from the Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, I can't decide if you're being <laughs> shady or like irreverent. Is that the word that I want? Um, I don't know. I thought I, the first time I heard it, I went, oh my God. And everyone (laughs) I was with was like, what is your problem? I'm like, you don't hear that that is in my own little corner. And they're like, oh yeah, it does kind of sound like it. I'm like, yeah, it's because it's the exact theme. (laughs) Anyway, the word that I went meant before was reverent, not irreverent. That's what I was wondering. I was like, I think you mean the other one. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's it's slightly reverent. I'm sure, but I'm sure it's slightly smart you too. I, yeah, I think it's probably somewhere in the middle, which would be very, uh, in my opinion, apropos for him. No shade to uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Love him. Fan of the operas. One of my favorite shows of all time. And I'm not like devastated or anything that it's closing. Let's keep talking about Harry Potter now. <laughs> okay, back to this. Um, So we so we see Hogwarts like a little bit of a close up just briefly. We see Snape looking over the very grim Hogwarts now where children are marching militantly below. Uh, yeah, oh, I major did, concentration camp vibes. I didn't. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I, I know what we're trying to accomplish here. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I, I, don't, like I it. didn't need to see it. I, I heard about it. I'm good. Um, and it's funny. I wrote eerie music playing all the while until we get our final title card. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows part two. <laughs> and I wrote this is it all caps. Anyway, um, we now fade in on Dobby's tombstone marked with here lies Dobby, a free elf. Uh, Harry's in front of it again, looking at his fucking shard of mirror to see the yeah, flash. Of course, we're fucking starting with this fucking I, stupid fucking we, mirror. Oh boy, I will get into it in another episode where I'm, I yeah. lose it. Mm-hmm. So this time again, we're we're treated to a flash of somebody else's eye in it. Sure, 
Inside Shell Cottage. <sighs> I hate this chunk so much. Um, Inside Shell Cottage, Ron and Hermione are sitting somberly at a table, saying nothing. Luna comes up and comments out of nowhere. <clears throat> it's beautiful here. I said, and honestly, I agree. I agree so hard. Like, I actually got to see more details this time watching it on streaming. Like, mm-hmm. this is a very cute little cottage. I would live here. Kind of, except for the wicker furniture and the shells everywhere. But sorry about that. Right, though. Get it? It's called Shell Cottage. I And I get there it. There are but... fucking shells everywhere. Do you get it? Shells. <laughs> shell Cottage. It feels like a... F- a Midwest home that's obsessed with Florida. It we went to Florida. It feels like a <laughs> designer was e- either stoned or on some kind of hallucinogenic. And they were like, you need to design Shell Cottage. And they're like, what if we just put shells everywhere? <laughs> put them in the walls. Put them in the walls. Put them in the Put them on the like windowsill. Sink. Yeah, it was everywhere. I'm like, all right, we got it. We got a, uh, I don't know. I, all I could think was floor bill. How long have you lived here? You do some redecorating. You know what? You It's your cottage now. Like, I don't know. Pull some of those shells out. <laughs> yeah, I guess but, they've had slightly different things to worry about, but. Whatever. <sighs> Somebody could have made an effort. Um, So yeah, Luna just throws out that line. It's beautiful here. And then I said, it's just like now battle of the useless monologues, which I've always found a weird way to open this movie. Like Harry announces, I need to talk to, oh, I guess I could briefly say it, but basically it was just, it's beautiful here. Bill goes, it was at aunt's. We use it now for the head, for the order. What's left of us? And <laughs> like, there's no, this isn't really giving us any information that we need. Right. Like where is the like Lupin coming in and asking to help? I mean, not that he does that here at Shell Cottage. He does that at Grimmauld Place. But like that was the update from the order that I think that they're poking at here. Like, hey, yeah, the uh, order is fractured and scattered because we don't have a fucking leader anymore. Uh, so nobody's really doing anything. Also, does Floor speak in this movie yeah. or actually after oh, she does. movie four? She has one line. She has one line. She tells us that Ollivander, he's weak. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I... I hate this chunk. Anyway, so yeah, it's, it's useless. They just say words at each other. Um, Harry comes and announces, I need to talk to the goblin. We have a very curt combo about the fake sword being in Bellatrix's vault. Um, again, their conversation's very stilted. Ron and, or not Ron, Harry and Griphook. It's very stilted, weird combo, which I, I know it was supposed to be. I know he's supposed to be a little curt, little asshole goblin, but. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, going back to what you were saying, and the, I I can't really decide if this is exposition dump or not. It's just it's but a it's weird not. like continuation from the previous film of like, hey, just a quick reminder. This is kind of where we're at, which is nowhere. Um. So, <laughs> I just think if we had like more dove into, skip all this bullshit downstairs quick, let's go talk to the goblin. Let's go talk to Ollivander because it was like, I thought it was when they arrived, Harry already knew that Voldemort had had figured it out that they were coming it after is. Horcruxes. You're right. So he it has is. like an urgency in the book to like, let's go. We got to talk to them. We got to talk to them. And he's got to decide whether or not he should talk to them first or go to Hogwarts. Like this is so slow. <laughs> well, his contem- his decision is between talking to Ollivander or Griphook. He has this whole... 
hollows or horcruxes okay yes he's like standing in the hallway between the doors and he's going which one do i go to knowing that like voldemort is after well because remember ron gets upset he's like why were we talking to them when we could have prevented voldemort from getting the elder wand yeah that's what i'm saying yeah okay yeah so like we miss out we miss out on that internal battle yes. of Harry's. Instead, we just drive into this conversation. To be And to be honest, I, I'm like a really big fan of Warwick Davis's performance here. He's stoic and cunning. Um, mm. Dan, on the other hand, I feel like he's a little bit going through the motions. Yes. And I can't decide if, like, is he still in a state of shock having just buried Davi? Uh, is it just a lazy performance this is supposedly after his drinking problem had been subsided reeled in a little bit so i don't want to think that he's drunk no it does feel very going through the motions though he's saying his lines i'm like okay and i think it is actually the next day because i think they're all wearing something different than what they arrived in i noticed that at the table i thought hermione had a different outfit anyway it's not important but so they have this conversation about it um about the fake silver being in Beltrix's belt. I said, which of course, poor Ron has to then repeat what we just learned as a question. Snape, he put a fake sword in Beltrix's belt. Why? <laughs> I said, I roll, I roll, I roll. <laughs> like, poor Ron. Yeah, he does just kind of have to sit there and regurgitate for the squibs that aren't able to figure out what was just said. Um, outside of this room, the trio discusses why Harry thinks another Horcrux is inside of that vault. Um, I said, actually, one thing I did notice this time I never noticed before, the camera is panning up from downstairs where Luna and Bill are eating at the table. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. I've never seen it. Like, the camera just very briefly comes back up to the trio on the stairs, but you see a shot, like, through the stairs of Luna and Bill eating at the table. I'm like, oh, never seen it. Huh. So here's her one line. I said, out of the next room comes Fleur with a tray who dead ass just looks at them and simply says, he's weak. I counted. I'm not kidding. I'm so sorry, but I rewound. It was four seconds. He's weak. But it's four full seconds of just silence of them staring at each other. And then they go in. <laughs> I was like, this is weird. I think she was like, this is my only line. I'm going to hold on to it. <laughs> I hope so. Honestly, babe, earn that Girl. money, babe. Get it. You're set for life now. Get it. Um, so she begins to move another way so they can go into Mr. Ollivander's room, um, who first examines Bellatrix's wand, <laughs> which he describes it, but then I just like the unyielding, unyielding. <laughs> Describing how evil like that wand is. He already knows. Um, next, he tells Harry that- I like that he makes it ooky spooky. And I, I liked his performance. Okay, so maybe I'm maybe I'm being a dick, but because yeah, Warwick is supposed to be really stoic and cunning and not quite sure if you can trust him. And then remember Ollivander, Harry said he never understood if he really liked the wand maker or not. Yeah. He's a, he's a little ooky spooky unsettling. Yeah, you're right. All right. So sweet, sweet Ollivander then tells him about the other wand that it was Draco Malfoy's, but may now belong to Harry if he won it from him. Oh, I said, so now wait a second. In the movie, Ollivander knows about the Deathly Hollows, but tries to say he doesn't believe they actually exist. Isn't it the opposite in the book? He he knows Correct. of it, but he doesn't know of the Hollows. Correct. And Harry like, fact, didn't genuinely believe that he didn't know about them. Yeah. Like, okay, so just as we were kind of saying about the internal battle, 
that Harry was having Hallows versus Horcruxes when he decided to talk to um, Griphook before talking to Ollivander. Here, I wish they hadn't strayed from the book. It was better with Ollivander not knowing what Harry was talking about in regards to the Hollows, but having a wealth of knowledge on the Wand of Destiny or the Elder Wand or the Death Stick like that he knew about and that he was engaged in the conversation for. But when Harry starts talking about the hollows, he goes, I don't understand. Is this still about the elder wand? What are, what are the you wand of destiny? About? Yeah. 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 And, the, and doesn't he say in the book, he tortured me. Does he say that in the movie? Yeah. He says something like you don't understand. Um, Oh, but yeah. yes, essentially alluding to the fact that he was being tortured. I really don't like the callback to the first film here where he's like, the wand chooses the wizard. That much has always been clear to those of us who study wand lore. I'm like, oh, that was like his first scene. Mm-hmm. Which was nice. And it was a good like reminder that there's more two wands. I guess that's nice. It does give the audience more like there's more two wands than just they pew pew do what we want them to for the movie. They have like harry said they almost like they can think almost like they can feel they're sentient and they have allegiance and mm-hmm. yeah it's an interesting concept the whole idea of wand lore would be more fun to explore maybe if we got more textbooks from hogwarts instead <laughs> of a stupid series uh, we'll forever be sad about that but then again I- no i don't think we will forever <laughs> <laughs> I think we're due for a remake anyway. I feel like something else is coming. Uh, I don't because, want it. I know, I but because that failed so spectacularly, I feel like we're not just going to let it lie then. We're going to find something else to milk. I think a Marauders series or a prequel or maybe a postquel following their their children at Hogwarts. Like there's there's going to be something. That. The Cursed Child. Yeah. I don't acknowledge that. <laughs> right. Okay, well, just if because don't you don't acknowledge, acknowledge it, it doesn't, doesn't mean exist. we don't have <laughs> Uh, honestly, I think that she's too canceled at this point. I don't think anybody wants to touch oh, her. Really, but I think the source material somebody will pick up. It. Um. So, yeah. So Harry, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't love this, but Harry's like, "You're lying." Um. And then Ollivander admits that he only conveyed rumors of the Elder Wand, which I think was true to the book. Like he he said that there's a wand of destiny, and that's what Voldemort was pursuing. I don't think he straight up said this is a Hallows, but anyway no I feel I agree with you I feel really weird about how this exchange goes especially toward the end where like Dan's accusatory I guess it's not Dan it's Harry is accusatory in his line there that you just said like you're lying it's like um that felt a little Tom Riddley um I can make you hot uh why um okay yeah so Ollivander has this moment here of like, how do you know, which is also similar to the book because Harry saw all of this stuff happen to Ollivander. And so he's talking about it, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like the dynamic between the two of them. No. And it's supposed to feel like, like I said, in the books, it feels like, Hey, everything that's been a part of Harry's past in the magical world is coming back to help him on this journey like the first goblin to ever show him to his vault and the first person to ever give him a wand. But you don't feel any good feelings towards any of these relationships. (laughs) Like you should. 
<laughs> but you, you you don't especially because he's being kind of yeah accusatory and curt and like yeah okay anyway so it just ends with uh olivander saying you know i'm afraid if if what you're saying is true you really don't stand a chance that he has the elder wand and harry lays out well i suppose i'll have to kill him before he finds me then boom and <laughs> yeah it's just uh, <laughs> and it is a very clear like ending like hey we're fucked yeah great oh. okay uh thanks for your help this has been fun <laughs> this um, was great good to see you again take care try not to get kidnapped again that would be great <laughs> that would be great um there is a line in there too in the book when he's asking him to look at the one because he gives him three wands in the it's book three yeah um and i believe one of them is for uh wormtails what was it uh and he says that olivander says that he was forced to make it for him shortly shortly after he was captured mm. which gives us a little more insight into why he was captured like it wasn't just for information about the elder wand it was also so that they had a wand maker mm-hmm. that would have been fun to include i'm just no. well yeah we don't have time we have to look at shells <laughs> it, it also like and i realize that this is going into what we're going to talk about in the next episode but you really get the impression in the movie that it's just a very brief stop at Shell's Shell Cottage. Oh yeah. When in reality they're there for like weeks. Yes. It, yeah. <laughs> planning this break in into got into Gringotts. Um, and one of the things that I really like about that session is that Harry gets to see Grip Hook's true colors and he mm. comes away from it being like, Yeah, I don't. I don't think I actually like this creature. <laughs> he's, he's sick bad. and s- sadistic. And he's like talking about all the ways that uh, like all the booby traps and Gringotts and all the gruesome ways that people can be trapped or killed essentially for trying yeah. to break in. And he's getting excited about it. And Harry's like, you're, you're a little freak, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I even like the one where didn't Bill have to stand up to him and be like, no, listen, you have to come eat what the fuck we eat. Like yeah. you can't be getting these special meals. My wife is doing enough. That, that was yeah. cute. Yeah. Because yeah. his no. like, yeah, because when they first get there, both of his legs are broken. Yes, that's why she had the skelegro, which I think was she on has... the tray. Oh, was it really? Or she had she had something on a tray, but that was coming out of Ollivander's room. So maybe it was a potion for Ollivander. I don't know. But you you couldn't see it. We were in the dark, literally. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the other thing. I know that we said that about last season too where like part of this project has been trying to find things that we haven't noticed before but it's so hard to find things because you can't see anything (laughs) we purposely not let you yeah it's so fucking dark and then even like in shell cottage i was like "Hmm, what can i say about this place other than the fact that there are fucking shells everywhere (laughs) it's kind of cute to set it get it get it shell cottage get it get it get it um but like frankly there's nothing anywhere like there's nothing to look at it's there's actually no- a pretty barren house like the idea that people live there is kind of like oh are y'all okay <laughs> I mean, obviously no but like airbnb. are you okay <laughs> it's an airbnb it does feel a little airbnb here's the wi-fi password <laughs> i mean i would anywhere. that is okay I, I maybe take everything back that I just said because that is kind of my dream Airbnb, like out in the middle of nowhere, close enough to the ocean that I can hear it, but I don't necessarily have to be in the sand. Didn't we have a whole conversation about wet sand recently? 
Yes, and like again, Sam. I still right. need you to book that appointment with your therapist because <laughs> oh, there's levels to that. <laughs> that's pretty low on the list of things I need to talk to my therapist about. Yeah, I'd keep it on there though. Keep it on that list. <laughs> keep it on there. Keep it on it's there. It's so funny. Yeah. I, I thought about that the other day. I'm like, what is with you and Sam? <laughs> it gets everywhere. And I agree. And it's just very funny because I'm like, I do kind of hate it too, but not enough to not go to the beach. <laughs> Listen, I have been to enough pride festivals and found glitter in every crevice of my body for weeks following. I don't need to relive that by going to a hot place where there's salty water. And then the things that I'm finding, the little granules all over my body for the rest of creation are not even sparkly. It's just brown. It's just brown. I would enjoy the beach more if it was glitter. I will go to a glitter beach. Uh, no, I, no, I'd take that back immediately. I wouldn't do that. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Okay. Well, we are getting out of this and getting out of the, sh- the cottage soon. Um, what would you keep? Like a sword as payment from this chunk. Sword as payment. Goblin made. I also, okay. I know that we keep, I keep circling back to things. Uh, would have been really important here to understand why Oh, he wanted the sword. Um, And I actually don't even think that we get at any point in the movie um, the weird relationship between goblins and wizards. Like there's obviously a strange relationship, but the the, like rules of ownership that are different for goblins than they are for wizards. So at the beginning of book seven, we get this whole story about um, Aunt Marge's tiara. Is it? It's not Aunt Marge. Aunt Muriel. Um, Aunt Muriel. Yeah. Um, yes, and how and he how sees it goblin past. Made and, yeah. 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 And so, like, the idea of it being passed down from generation to generation is a violation of goblin law or protocol or societal norm. Um, and right. that the creators are supposed to get it only, back. Yeah. Exactly. That it's more like being rented for life than yes. it is actually changing in ownership. And so in the book, during this whole exchange about like Grippa getting the sword as payment, we understand that the sword was actually taken from a goblin by Godric Gryffindor. It wasn't purchased. And so for centuries, that has been seen as something that was stolen from the goblin community and now idolized and preserved by wizard kind as an important relic uh and of course harry ron and hermione are ignorant to that because why would wizards teach that anyway that said i'm choosing warwick davis's performance because (laughs) i think he's really great he's yeah i think it's i just i love his reply is that he echoes Dan or echoes. Oh yeah. You're like, where he's like, it's complicated. And I'm like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Give me that level of intensity. And then you go back to Harry. Who's like, man, there. But no, I think Warwick killed it. Love him. He's great. What about you? What are you going to keep like a sword for payment? (laughs) The cottage. (laughs) Just the cottage. Just a little, you know, update on the wicker furniture and shit um maybe pull some of those shells out of the wall i don't know yeah i will I, lo- I want the cottage i like it it's clean it's by the water i like sand 
But nobody likes sand. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, nobody does. Um, what would you break apart and get rid of? Like a space age tomb being violated. Yeah, that I'm. I, uh, I can't say the tomb because I've gotten over it. I'm just done. It's okay. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I swear to God, we better never see that fucking mirror again. <laughs> I got bad news for you, friend. <laughs> I know, but I got like, bad news. Uh, I even went when I was doing my notes. <laughs> I may have gone down a Reddit hole. Ooh. People complaining about the fucking mirror. Oh, so at least we're not alone. There's good. a whole like community for us out there, oh, somewhere out there. There are no cats in America. That whole. Anyway, uh, what about you? What are you going to? <laughs> I want to get rid of um, just (laughs) we've discovered a lot of things about ourselves in this project Um, just all of the stilted dialogue Uh, like I would have rather it's funny because the first movie we kind of got into it remember there's like that kind of driving music as we're at uh, the borough we're at at Privet Drive we're at Hermione's house we're going like we're getting into it this just feels like and we're stopped no 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 we should be getting into it like there's the next plan is like coming into fruition in the next 10 minutes like let's go like I feel like we should have gotten into it a little faster I don't think we needed but I guess you're right I think we're doing that but Dobby just died he he did he did and that's sad and I've cried already in the last movie but let's let's go yeah I agree I I feel like I did expect this to happen at some point in the films because when you read the seventh book you kind of get that too you get this kind of stilted like we're not like nothing's happening for a while in the middle like I feel like after they destroy the locket actually even before they destroy the locket there's just a lot of time that they're just kind of bopping around not a lot is really happening yeah it's a lot of I heard it was going to be two films that was my big concern I was like oh there's going to be a like dead air (laughs) Uh, and this feels like a dead air moment and yeah and this is even as I was complaining about earlier this is significantly shortened like this is supposed to be a significant amount of time that they spend at Shell Cottage and this is cut down to less than, you know, 10 minutes. They're less, obviously we do a 10 minute chunk. They're about to leave. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I think that we could have like my reaction at the beginning uh, of this chunk where I was like, Oh, we're going right into it. I think we really could have gone right into it. Yes. Um, but it does feel. It feels like we just like we... <laughs> pump the brakes. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to. We should be going. Let's go to Hog. Anyway. Anyway, but we'll get into it. We have more chunks to go. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, So until then, make sure you're following us on Instagram, on TikTok, on the YouTube, and rate and review us wherever you get our, wherever you get our podcast. Yeah, sure. Fuck all Mm -hmm. the other podcasts. All of them. (laughs) Forget them. Only get ours. And we will see you here next time for another episode of Us Complaining About Everything. All right. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.